Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Many Lands campaign. Guys, it has been a hot minute since we have played in the Many Lands campaign, since we've been live streaming together. Emphasis on hot, because the world is on fire. Uh, it's 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 oh, it's a disaster, frankly. Um, but fortunately, it's about ten degrees cooler today. Uh, for everyone concerned, this is much much more uh, doable. I think. Uh, welcome uh, to our players this evening. Good evening, everybody. Um, we've got nearly a full house. We're only missing two today. We're only missing uh, Marta and Marshall. Um, hopefully, they'll be along for the next one. Guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Uh, how are we all doing? First of all. I'm good, Jack. Thanks for asking. Melting, but good otherwise. <laughs> a lot cooler in the north. 19 degrees. Quite happy. Oh, rub it in. <laughs> I mean, that, she's, she's at one point just going to pull up an ice cube and just start rubbing it, and, and we're going to like, it's not melting. Uh, it's not melting. Ice cold water. It's great. Uh, uh, well, it isn't ice anymore. Whilst Angelique is slowly sinking during the stream as she <laughs> melts into like goo. The water like, in yeah. front of me starts boiling, yeah. <laughs> Please remain hydrated, players. Very important. If you don't have any water in front of you, now is your opportunity to go grab some. James, I'm looking at you. Um, you yeah, hydration is important. Good. Sorry, I'm looking at you because you are the you're the P, you're the PT, so you should you know be down on this. You should be all over this. I have my frozen water bottle so that it stays nice and cool throughout the couple hour gameplay. Excellent. Very and good. every time I'm muting, and every every time I'm muted, I've turned my fan up to absolute maximum blast. So, that I can, <laughs> so if I, if I'm quiet, I'm happy. Excellent. Um, speaking of which, um, Pavel has uh, joined in the chat uh, saying Volvic oh, is the oh. best. Volvic, best water. Um, so he clearly approves of your choice of water. Not only that, but uh, during the holding screen at the start of today's stream, uh, Pavel has, uh, done the in- the, has done the insanity once again. He has resubscribed. Uh, so he's now... Um, uh, oh, wait, hang on. They've subscribed for... Tw- they're on a- so you're now on a 21-month streak, Pavel. Absolute Bruh. madness. Bruh. He is our number one fan. Yeah. It is that's, undisputed. That's crazy. Thank you, Pavel. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Um, Absolute and, and yeah, yeah, we are yeah, yeah, you are you are guaranteed to be a guest star on this stream. It has to happen. Like this is you know, it would be it would be incredibly rude not to. Uh you're welcome, my favourite nerds. Thanks, Pavel. Um, oh, just sorry. Jess is disputing Volvic with Highland Spring Water. So I'm a little bit behind in the chat. Um, are, now, now there are we Harrogate. are abro- we are Harrogate. a broad water church. Um, Harrogate is the best. <laughs> yep, as I said, we're a broad water church oh. here, or I maybe mean, not even church. We're a broad water oh, wheel gosh, here. Yeah. White rose. <laughs> Give us a proper water. Um, so, uh, this is, now speak- this is civil war stuff. You've got to, you, 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 you don't want to get in between on this one, Jack. Trust me. This yes, is uh, that's why rose. I'm not. I'm sitting very firmly on that fence. In, in, I, uh, I'm uh, choosing as a red rose to beat the better person, and like, damn it, <laughs> that bait was there for you. <laughs> I know, but you know who won the war? <laughs> why won't why you eat my? Why won't you eat my bait? My tasty, tasty bait. Exactly. <laughs> 
now, speaking of uh, speaking of the North um, uh, to an extent, uh, uh, Bart, uh, since since we last streamed, uh, has completed not one but two, uh, both of his hikes wow. uh, for charity. Yeah. Please cool. give us an update. What's been going on? How are we doing with fundraising? Like all that stuff. Yeah, so I did the thing. I did the thing twice in the space of just over two weeks because I am a crazy person. Even crazier, I, I, in, on my Just Giving page, I put Bart is walking 39 miles to beat cancer because what I didn't appreciate was that the second one was actually longer than a half marathon. So uh, it's actually 41 and a bit miles that I have walked uh, to raise money to beat cancer. But yeah, we did it. We did the uh, the two Macmillan Cancer Support Mighty Hikes. They were excellent, very well organised, very good fun. Um, lots and lots of uh, entertaining outfits and green tutus and wigs everywhere, which was cool. Um, and really great sort of routes. And the weather was pretty good, um, by which I mean I only got rained on two or three times in Yorkshire, um, which is a pretty good hit rate. I actually didn't get rained on at all in the Lake District, which is genuinely insane. Yeah. Um, and probably another sign of the apocalypse. But, um, but yeah, I did it. Uh, it was great. And... Um, uh, in terms of fundraising, uh, I am up to uh, the mathematically implausible 129% of my target goal uh, money raised. I was shooting for 500 and I am at 646. Uh, and a significant chunk of that achievement is thanks to the lovely people associated with the stream. So Woo! thank you so much indeed. Um, uh, but uh, the polls, are, the, the lines are still open. Um, uh, no reason whatsoever uh, t why I can't continue to uh, rattle the tin at people. If uh, again, if anyone has the money to spare, and that is a very crucial if, um, because you know money is only getting tighter. But uh, nevertheless, if you do have some uh, dosh rattling around that you don't have any particular plans for, and you fancy giving it to an excellent cause, uh, then are my just giving fundraising pages on our twitch page and uh you know by all means uh send it on down uh thank you very much again uh so yeah uh, thank, gonna, thank you Bob. probably gonna end up doing this again in the future excellent yes i might have to join you on a future uh, on a future yeah, fundraising yeah. endeavor future yeah. walks and that would be great um yeah. uh can i so uh, thank you for that um shameless plug but a, a worthy plug nonetheless shameless plug um and uh we've just had um uh, a a new follower on twitch hello from worlds apart who has just uh, started following the channel thank you so much i hope you enjoy tonight's stream um and one last time, let's uh, let's give a uh, you know a round of applause to Bart. Uh, fantastic work, and I'm going to give you a fanfare in the only way I know how on this stream, <laughs> which is of course the air horn, which you guys can't hear, but the the folks at home will definitely have heard that air horn. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> It, it's very in keeping with the with the channel, um, but on a more serious note, um, as Bart said, um, the you can still give right now for um, all money raises going to Macmillan Cancer Support. Cancer affects one in two people uh, now in the world. You don't have to play D and D to know the odds are not great uh, with that, and uh, the guys at Macmillan do fantastic fantastic work uh, to support people living with cancer and of course uh, anyone affected by that as well which you know statistically speaking is pretty much everyone most people will be affected by it at some point in their lives so please do if you are in a position to do so please do um uh, give now and give generously uh, the link to uh, to Bart's uh, just giving page is on our page still uh, just click the picture and it will take you straight there 
Uh, now, uh, one last uh, shameless plug for you. Shameless plug! Now, if you... Uh, uh, after, of course, uh, donating uh, to Just Giving, uh, to Bart's Just Giving, have some dosh left over and you're thinking, summer's here, I want to get some new threads. Well, right now, in our merch store, you can get a hold of such delights as uh, this T-shirt that I'm currently wearing. Um, my picture froze suddenly there. And I thought, is that gone forever just when I'm about to model my T-shirt? Because that would be the worst time. Uh, so uh, we have many collections uh, to do with uh, D&D, to do with this campaign. One of which is the Crafty Collection, which I am currently wearing. This is for the Crafty Crew, um, a uh, group of pickpockets which our party came across not so long ago. Uh, they are feared, revered and scared throughout the Dragonborn Kingdom. Uh, and perhaps not the most... Um, uh, perhaps not the most able bunch, but certainly the most enthusiastic. And if you would like to uh, count yourself among their ranks, you can uh, buy a T-shirt right now. Or, in fact, other apparel and uh, uh, other items such as pencil cases and the like. Uh, you can order them right now on our merch store. Go check it out for yourself. There's a link to that on our Twitch page. And if you're watching this on Catch Up on YouTube, there's a link. Pr I'm pretty sure there's a link on our YouTube channel as well. Go check it out. Anyway... Uh, without any further ado, does anyone else have any points of order, any shameless plugs before we jump into tonight's stream? Like, loosely translated for those listening uh, to the podcast, that is, no, Jack, can we just get on with the D&D now? And we can. Uh, so let's, without any further ado, jump into tonight's session of the Many Lands campaign here on Slice and Dice. And we are back. So, folks, last time in the Many Lands campaign, it has been a little while. I'll try and keep this as uh, cogent and succinct as possible. But here we go. So, the party um, decided to continue their investigation into the uh, assassination attempt, assassination attempt against the uh, uh, the leader of the Dragonborn Kingdom, King Zandak. 
uh, and their inquiries um, of the uh, the Dragon Council, who work directly below the king, uh, has led them to interviewing Caladan Lambold, the self-proclaimed richest dragon in the kingdom, or dragonborn in the kingdom. Uh, and he um, ha- ha- owns his casino, which uh, Caladan's casino, which the party have already made uh, not enemies, but certainly rivals with Caladan by almost bankrupting him by betting on themselves uh, some while ago and winning big. Um, Caladan uh, uh, meets the party at the casino, uh, having just met with the king. Uh, whilst, uh, well, most of the party, because Brucon is overcome by his license for gambling and toddles off with Neris as kind of nanny to support him, and we will touch base on that uh, at the uh, once this recap is over, Brucon, just very briefly for you, Bart. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, he arrives in grand style with his eight kobold sedan chair. Uh, before uh, escorting the party up to his office to have a have a private word with them as they uh, want to talk to him, uh, make their inquiries. Now, Caladan makes it very clear that he has no interest in the responsibilities of being king. Um, he believes that he can be just as influential and wealthy uh, doing what he's currently doing and with far less responsibility. Uh, but nonetheless, the party speculates that this could be, uh, that uh, he could have perhaps funded or in some other way enabled whoever was behind uh, the Dragonborn assassination, to which he has denied, um, and in fact was unwilling to offer more information to the party uh, or lines of inquiry uh, unless, uh, of course, the party would engage in a little wager. The wager being uh, that they bet on a another uh, Blood Bowl team to beat his Blood Bowl team, who are top of the league, uh, which are known as the Blue Jets, or uh, more commonly known as Caladan's Commandos. The party, uh, not knowing much about Blood Bowl other than Docs, who's much more familiar with it, uh, decide against uh, taking su- said wager because they're going to lose their winnings if they lost the bet. So, you know, there's a lot to lose there. Um, Instead, they decide uh, to carry on with their investigation and leave Caladan behind. However, he does offer, as they leave, um, noting that they are, in fact, interviewing other members of the Dragon Council, that Dudra Denich's uh, maiden voyage of his luxury cruise liner is going to be uh, departing in two days' time. So if they want to interview Dudra, probably should do so within the next two days, or perhaps they might get themselves onto the boat themselves, and then they could interview at sea from with a captive audience. Things to think about there. Uh, anyway, uh, as they leave... Um, Leo notes once again, Leobrin notes once again that he is being observed by an invisible sensor, which has happened a couple of times now, and so the party decide to uh, be a bit more stealthy in their approach and just to you know, carry on normally as if as if it's not there, but you know, not to discuss things too openly. And during this, Dox has a vision, see, uh, which causes a nosebleed and her eyes to roll back uh, into her head, and she is visited by her patron, Etherel, who demands that Dox bring this Leobrin to her uh, in exchange for more power uh, which Docs reluctantly somewhat uh, not petulantly but with a little bit of a, a little bit of sass uh, agrees to um, but we go no further with that for now uh, instead Seth decides uh, to use his familiar Ralum 
to talk to Damon again, and cro- uh, but in disguise this time, Seth kind of disguises his voice, deep throat style, um, as uh, a, a potential ally of the Red Mages to test whether Damon is still a member and to see if they are in cahoots with the Kobold Kingdom below ground and whatever's going on with them uh, and whatever this monster is uh, that is below the palace. It's all it all makes sense for those of you who've been following the story so far, but there's a lot of things that are touched on. Uh, suffice to say, um, Seth does not get a lot of information from Damon, who seems to be singing from the same hymn sheet as, uh, as before, so he, his story seems to check out so far. Meanwhile, uh, Bruno goes back to get Brucon from the uh, from the casino, save him from his gambling vices, while the rest of the party head on to the gold sector, and fortunately they do catch up uh, with the rest of the party later on. Uh, but uh, thankfully, having Docs in the party... Uh, who ha- is someone who has some history with their next uh, suspect that they are interviewing, Bidrecht Orikstoon, who is the heir apparent to the Moor throne. Uh, he is the uh, brother-in-law of the king and uh, brother of the deceased queen uh, and uncle to this deceased prince. Uh, so Dox takes them over in disguise as her uh, lizard folk uh, persona, Ibex, to, uh, uh, to his mansion in the gold sector. Uh, once they get there, uh, the place is quite well fortified. It has uh, it has a fence uh, all around the property. It has a big gate. It has royal guards posted here because he's the heir now. Um, and uh, it's a rather rather large complex. Uh, so whilst Malar and Docs distract the guards, uh, Seth uh, goes into the shadows, turns himself invisible, and then with somewhat inept help from Rallum manages to scale uh, the walls eventually and get into uh, the estate. He eventually makes his way to a back door. Meanwhile, uh, Docs uh, uses her uh, her fae-like presence uh, to enamour the royal guards, promising them or alluding to promising them a menage a trois, uh, and takes them uh, to the stables uh, and leaves them while they're looking for a um, a suitable stable to um meet in uh leaves them while they're they're fussing over that to then open the gates and let the rest of the party inside to which the rest of the party all together head for the front door that's where we're going to pick up with the rest of the party but seth meanwhile has got to the back door he opens it uh because he's you know rogues and he's very good with his thieves tools opens this reinforced stone door uh at the back sort of a secret uh back door opens it up, ends up in a kitchen, and then sends Rallum upstairs. Rallum, his familiar, is invisible at this time, uh, up the stairs to uh, look for uh, a study or a place that would have some suitable documentation. And the recap is over. Whoa. So, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm here, I'm here all week. Uh, so, um, picking things up at that point, Rallum is heading up the stairs uh, James, can you roll some stealth with advantage for Rallum uh, as he moves upstairs in this uh, in the mansion? Stealth for Rallum. Let me just pull up his stats and then realise that I've not got a d20 out. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've had so much time. I've- I got the other dice out, and they're a nice little pyramid. I just forgot about these twenty. Other role well, dice games are two hundred miles away from me right now, so count yourself lucky to have any. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Nineteen for random stealth. 
Excellent. Bralum, uh, he moves on up the... Well, he, he, he's actually in flying form, isn't he? So he would... Uh, he's like in raven form, so he's going to be flying up the stairs, fluttering upstairs as quietly as he can. Um, it's a very grand marble staircase that he's uh, uh, flying up. And uh, uh, Ralum does note that there are occasional, occasional guards posted up here. Um, he's now going to be on the hunt for... Um, to obey his master's instructions. So, Seth, um, sorry, James, could you roll an investigation check for Ranum, please? Yeah. Ooh, not as good. Uh, Ranum's investigation. What does investigation use again? Uh, intelligence. It's not worth intelligence. Ah, then that's just a flat out 11. 11 altogether? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, so within eleven, um, he's, he's he is searching around. A lot of the doors are closed up here. Um, although, well, those that have doors, there are some uh, archways uh, rather than uh, rather than doors. Uh, he sees through one such uh, uh, one such archway and can see that there's wall to wall books. It appears to be some sort of library, and he goes in. Um, obviously, uh, because he's your familiar, you can see through his eyes uh, and you can instruct him if you wish, but otherwise he's going to act of his own accord. Uh, so he is he's going to go into the library and have a look around in there. Meanwhile, the rest of the party are advancing on the front door. Are you actually going to knock on the door? Is that the, the plan here? Yeah, we were just going to try and sweet talk our way in, were we not? Sounds about right. Just... Just remind yeah. me who's in there? Who's who's in inside this? Who's resident? The uh, air. This is uh, the air. Uh, Bidrect Oryxdoon uh, and his yeah, guard, okay. and his uh, right. could be some servants and whatnot. But you know his his retinue. Uh, it's his place, though. But yes, uh, so there are two uh, very large um, reinforced iron uh, doors, double doors, um, which uh, on the on the face of this otherwise uh, conical shaped uh, white stone building, uh, in the, the same style as most of the architecture here in uh, in the uh, Dragonborn Kingdom of of Rachir. Uh So uh, they don't appear to have any windows. There's no way of really seeing through uh, these doors. There are sort of um, again that sort of similar to the palace, those Parisian style, very narrow, um, very tall. Um, windows um, with uh, kind of a tight lattice um, but there, there are a few of those who if you wanted to you could probably go and have a look around there if you wanted to look in otherwise doors right there that you can certainly knock on it there are uh, large uh, bronze knockers in the shape of dragons with the sort of um, hoops in their mouths so Malar is going straight for the door I don't know if Docs if you want to do something subtly different or not uh, to be clear, the rest of the party are with you as well. So, Brooke, Brina, okay. you're there too. Brina just nervously stands behind Mala. She does not like this one bit. Uh, so, yes, Docs. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, did you want to do anything other than stand with the party at this point? You have to. Um, to... No, um, she's just going to stand with the party. In your um, in your lizard folk form, of course. In my lizard form, yeah. Mm. Uh, Brucon, as you're uh, as you are here with the rest of the party, 
raring to go. Uh, you see Brina looking nervously about herself, and you also sort of habitually look at yourself and find your coin purse uh, and re- recount what happened at the casino. Could you uh, make... I'd like you to make three D20 rolls. You can, um, you can add your proficiency to these rolls, uh, your proficiency bonus, because... Um, you are adept with uh, with some games, some some parlor games and whatnot, um, which I realise can be tricky. Not for many reasons. One, your dice are far away. Two, you've got an adorable dog on your lap. Say hello, Marmaduke. I did not hear anything that you just said, Jack. I'm completely mesmerised. Mesmerised by Marmaduke. Marmaduke. Welcome to the welcome to the crew. Um, <laughs> when did you get so, a familiar? Yeah, exactly, right? I mean, if if Brucon had a familiar, it would for sure be this dumb, adorable dog. Um, Right, uh, uh, proficiency bonus, I think we're at, what, plus three we're at right now, isn't it? Yes, you are, yes. Yeah, okay, in that case, so the the dice rolls I got um, are uh, 11, 10, and a natural 20 for 23. Oh boy! Uh, all right. Let me just. Okay, so the uh, uh, so so the uh, your account uh, over gambling at the roulette table did not go particularly well. Uh, you did end up uh, you did end up losing a fair amount of uh, fair amount of coin. Um, uh, one hundred and twenty-five gold um, equivalent of one hundred twenty-five gold pieces you lost. However. Um, well, I mean, okay, I do have what twelve hundred platinum, so mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, I actually don't have that much gold. So it's ten platinum per gold, isn't it? That's right. Yes. Uh, uh, so, so, so twelve and a half gold. platinum, basically. Sorry, had to bid a tearful farewell to the dog. Um, right. Not so, a so uh, however, twenty-five gold. Uh, how, however, you did pull it back. Uh, some of you did recoup some of your losses with that natural uh, twenty. Um, so you did, in fact, only lo- you only lost fifty gold pieces in the end. Could have been a lot, oh. lot worse. But you pulled it back at the uh, um, at the uh, what was it called? And one of the card tables. I forget the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. game now. But yeah, don't worry. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not gonna have a go at you about uh, suspension of disbelief. Cool. Not a problem. Okay. Uh, I have, I do have. Um, I should also note that Brina did have portent rolls last time. Thank you for reminding me in the chat, you guys. Um, yes, and I've noted them down. Brina rolled a one and a nine. Very important. Ooh, that could be useful. Could be useful. Yeah. Something weird is going on with my D and D Beyond, but um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Refresh. Uh, no worries. Um, so uh, so anyway, the, <clears throat> the group are sort of gathered outside the door. I think Malar's kind of in the lead at this point. This seems to be, well, him and Doc seem to be sort of spearheading this plan. And Doc's was the one that managed to get rid of the two guards temporarily. Uh, so uh, time is probably of the essence here. Malar, what are we doing? Knocking on the door. You knock on the door. <laughs> uh, a couple of moments pass for the door opens a, a crack and uh, oh. a, a royal guard sticks their, their head through noting that you are not in fact dragonborn 
but there's a lizard folk. Uh, he uh, backs up, backs away, closes the door again, just to say, oh, good evening, closes the door. A few moments later, the door opens again, and this time you see uh, uh, a much more um, a diminutive creature, uh, a kobold, in fact, uh, in uh, appears to be in uh, some kind of tabard. Uh, yes, state your business. Oh, now, do you have a few minutes to talk about um, <clears throat> our Lord and Savior Festir? He's come to illuminate your life. Do you have an appointment? Well, that would be an ecumenical matter, I'm sure. Um, why don't we? Why don't we? Uh, why don't we just uh, just just discuss the nature of what is time and uh, how one would <laughs> allot a, a period for someone? Uh, just inside there. Can I um, just start to lean on the door while this is happening? Uh, y- yes, yes, you can. Um, you can indeed do that. Um, you can make a persuasion check, first of all, um, as you go to do this. <laughs> Seven. Uh, the the couple goes. Uh, 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 not today, thank you. Not today. And then you start leaning on the door, and they're leaning on the door. Uh, this is going to be a contested athletics check. Yeah, sure. Against a kobold, um, though, who uh, you know it doesn't look particularly on, strong. Can Brookon get in there with the help action? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You. Uh, I, I, I. Actually, I'll tell you what. Slide in. Can you make? Uh, in order to do this, uh, you would need to make an initiative check. To see if you do it before yeah, yeah. this happens, all right? So, so roll initiative. I'll also roll initiative, and if you win, you get to help. So, we're trying to find a satisfactory dice oh, rolling website. Uh, let's try this. One. Uh, I can save you some time because uh, I rolled a three, uh, and I'm pretty sure your your static bonus is better than three. So, yeah, uh, it is, and I uh, we, uh, I rolled a five, but but with the uh, but that's without the the dex mod, which would be a plus four, so nine. So yeah, you you get that you you see what's going on here. You see Malas casually going to lean on the door. You get into help. So Malas, you can now make an athletics check opposed by the kobold with advantage because Brucon is helping you. I feel like Brucon was kind of like Brucon's kind of zoned out and just kind of like think about God, that was fun doing all that gambling. And then he just suddenly kind of goes, No, wait a minute, our our window is closed, and kind of like gets in there with a bit of extra leverage. Love it. Uh, That makes makes total sense. Um, Snaps out of his reverie for a moment. Uh, what do you get on your athletics? 16. Okay. Uh, this kobold is not strong, and I rolled a 3 again, so that's actually a 1. So, yes, you, you do manage to uh, lever the door, and you are... Uh, it depends how hard you want to open it, um, really, because, you know, you don't want to probably don't want to bowl the creature over and make lots of noise, but uh, you, you certainly are in control of this situation. As the door is opening, I will obviously move into the space that's vacating it and just just try and use my bulk to sort of almost usher him backwards, like, I guess, intimidate him a little bit, just okay. to move back, just to let me in. He kind of notes that you're, notes your size uh, and the size difference between the two of you, and that if he doesn't move out of the way, you are going to go through him. Uh, so he does start backing off. The dragonborn guards flanking the door, however, are in no in, in no way in such a charitable mood, and they uh, start advancing from either side, pull down their halberds in front of you, uh, and in draconic docs, you understand that they are saying, "Stop, 
Oh, now, fellas, let's not be too hasty. I just want to understand what it takes to get a meeting with the uh, Lord of the House, as it were. Now, I am a, I'm a visiting dignitary and uh, indeed a, a pit champion. So maybe if we just still, I don't know, just take it easy and let's have a conversation now then. Where is your uh, appointment book? I'm quite busy and I would like to, uh, mm, yes, make an yeah. appointment. Yeah, uh, I would say, I would I... say, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Bart. Uh, well, so I was just going to ask if it was possible to, um, and I, the, the, you, you, the answer may be no, which is totally fine, but I was just wondering if there was any chance that, so Oryx Dune's quite well known, right? Like he's, you know, one, one of the kind of, you know, the, the better known people in the city. Yep. Is there anybody chance, is there, is there any chance that at some point Brucon has overheard some gossip about a rivalry like but basically what i'm looking for if i was if i was looking to go you know you want to get in on this offer before it goes to person x is there any chance brucon might have an idea who person the best person x to name drop would uh, be i would say um that the only thing that brucon will know uh is that you know about caladan lambor being uh the rich or claimed to be the richest dragonborn in the kingdom and the gold sector is meant, meant to be the most affluent obviously or students head of the gold sector so you know that you won't need to roll for that however docs knows a lot more about bedrecht oryx dune and so if you would like jess you can roll a history check for docs to see if she knows more about uh about the rivalry any rivalries or any other sort of leverage you could use uh, on oryx dune uh, that was 21. 21, damn. With a 21, Docs, you are uh, you are aware not only of the uh, potential rivalry of the, you know, who's the richest, as it were, uh, between those mm-hmm. two characters, but you also know of the deep run, the deep run sort of animosity and rivalry between the gold sector and the black sector. So that's between the gold dragonborns of Oryx Dune and uh, Zandak of, of Clan Zahn, so different different anyway the gold clans and the black clans including um this will be nither uh, xerox is the leader of the uh, of the black sector and is also head of the uh, of the guard uh there's a deep run rivalry between those going back pr- to the formation of the dragonborn kingdom and before uh there are still old wounds there and that is definitely something you could exploit should you have the opportunity to interesting you're welcome you are welcome uh if that if you have any other uh things that uh you with a 21 i would say that if there were any other sort of uh dragon council members that you wanted to get in on it you would have information mm-hmm. on them too but i'll just provide those if you ask yeah. for them rather than do it all now um mm-hmm. yeah uh you're, you're pretty well you know through investigating these guys for the best part of a year you're aware of the the internal politics and how like they all link up and or or yeah. not as the case may be uh yeah you're well informed on this uh yes. so uh yes yes excellent yes. uh so uh so as uh, this conversation um uh, as malar sort of protests uh the bassy resonance of malar's voice means that his voice reverberates throughout uh, this very open very large chamber it echoes throughout uh the downstairs so seth in the kitchen you would be able to hear uh, most you get the gist of what's being said. You're not going to get all the words, but you know Malar has somehow got inside the building. And <laughs> uh, anything could happen. And you also know that he's not the most um, 
the, the, he is v- very verbose, but not the most gifted uh, orator. And so, uh, yes, you know that both in and out of character, uh, Seth. So, so you know, think of that what you will at this point. Um, are you using? Are you looking through the eyes and ears using the senses of Ralum still at this point? Are you in your mind palace? Sorry, I was still reeling from the Bible salesman door pitch they have going on from the from the other group. Would um, you like this flower from the Church of Religious Consciousness? Yeah. <laughs> I can't really remember what I'm doing because I'm pretty sure we were going to question him. I don't know if there's evidence we're looking for, so I assume I'm looking for evidence. So Ralph yes. went one way, and I'm still invisible, I believe. So going another direction to look for what I would assume is his main study. So okay, yep. Ramen will let me know if he finds what would be cast as like a main study or something suspicious and I'm easily going to look for his office, look for secret documents that say, ah, let's kill someone. So hopefully yep. they're lying around. I think you um, you sent Ralem upstairs, so you're perhaps searching the downstairs. Uh, I would. It's place big enough to have sort of like if you went up a set of stairs, it'd be like one section to the left, one section to the right. Yes. Like, could we split off upstairs? You could split off office. upstairs. I'd assume office would be upstairs in a yeah. mansion, so I'd. Sure. We want to cover the top floor as quick as possible. Okay, so you're going to go up to... So uh, you can make a stealth check with advantage then. Uh, so you've sent Ralem up first, and now you're going to make your way up there. Ooh, not the best. I only rolled a 12, so that's just a 23. Oh, oh, diddums. <clears throat> oh, those are rookie numbers. Uh, all yeah. right, so... Uh, for, for rogues, obviously. Thanks for twos and stuff. <laughs> um, all right, so you uh, head up, head on up the stairs... Like a shadow, like a, but an invi- but you're invisible, so even better than shadow. Just a, a whisper on the breeze. You uh, head up the stairs, the marble staircase, uh, being careful to keep your feet, uh, keep your your uh, light on your feet because you know echoey chamber. Um, head on up the swirling staircase, uh, and yeah. Whilst Ralum went to the right, you go off to the left. You also note that there are guards, and as you have heard Malar's booming voice. Some of these guards have rearranged themselves and a couple of them are heading downstairs. You manage to get out of the way, obviously, um, and they, they kind of walk past, oblivious to your presence, and head on downstairs. Is there any location where guards were like very clearly standing in front of a room where, that they've moved from? Yes. Like, was uh, there a particular room that seems to be guarded as opposed to the other ones which just like... Yes. Um, so after re- after the guards have rearranged themselves, there are, are two rooms which uh, appear to be, or two areas, should I say, that appear to uh, be guarded, uh, particularly, uh, as in standing across a doorway or what have you. Uh, there is one on the side that Ralum's on, and there is one on your side. Uh, I'll, I'll check my side's one. Your side one. Okay, so um, uh, for this, make a perception check. Uh it's still daylight, and there are windows up here. You will have disadvantage because of your sun's light sensitivity. Oh. Oh, that's not too bad, though. Uh, 16. 16. So, squinting. Disadvantage only took me down two. 
Oh, that's all right then. Uh, so squinting through the, the bright light that is streaming through the narrow windows, the narrow lattice windows, you observe that the guard seems to be standing in front of, it looks like another staircase, nowhere near as grand as the one that you have just come up. This one uh, it appears to be... Um, it appears to be a sort of older and more um, more rustic, let's put it kindly, sort of set of a stone stairway uh, leading up and curling around out of sight. Uh, I'll follow the staircase. The guard is standing in front of the staircase and it's going to be tight to get past him without touching him. Uh, he's a fat guard, okay. Um... Well, it's, it's quite a narrow... Yeah, and he's, you know, got a halberd out, like he's making himself broad. It's going to be challenging to get past him on the ground. Okay, um... Don't have... um, Okay. If... uh, Interacting with stuff, how much can I interact with before dropping an invisibility? Like... You, uh, I, I believe that invisibility is only dropped when you attack or, or cast a spell. So uh, as, per, like as per push, the rules, I think. I can push a ve- I can push a vase off like a shelf yeah. or something, have it fall. Yeah. And, okay, hundred percent. Then, can I look around for something that could potentially fall, like a like a vase that I could use to distract him away from his door? You can. Uh, I. Uh, I'll, well, let's use the same perception check. Like we'll use it as part of the same ah, thing. Nice. Like you, you see that, and then you look around, um, squinting, of course, uh, illuminated by uh, by this uh, this particular window, which is causing you some problems. Um, on an opposite wall or a nearby wall uh, is an adjacent wall. There we go. Uh, is a um, appears to be a uh, uh, it appears to be a valuable a valuable. Um, uh, not a vase, unfortunately, but uh, uh, nonetheless, it looks like a valuable artifact of sorts. It seems to be uh, a um, it's a ceremonial dagger, uh, which uh, it, it seems to be it's got jewels in the hilt, uh, and it is displayed on a sort of on a stand. On a uh, again, it seems to be a, a pretty ornate stand as well, uh, which is displayed upon. Just gonna push it off. To the side, let it fall, let it make a sound. I'm really, dis- I'm, I'm not gonna lie. A little bit of me disappointed when you started saying how expensive it was. I was like, yeah, I'm okay breaking this, and then it was like, dagger, I'm like, that's no, not gonna break. <laughs> it's not gonna break, but uh, well, we'll see. Uh, you go to push yeah. it. Meanwhile, downstairs, uh, Malar, uh, the uh, the kobold has uh, uh, has been compliant with your request and has uh, while the guards are still not allowing you entry he comes back with a very oversized uh book uh opens it up quill yes uh you want a dinner appointment um it appears that the uh, uh the prince is not available um until uh, uh it would be the be- beginning of the next eight day is that a is that okay for you Oh, really? You're sure you've got nothing better than that? Just let me take a look. I it won't take long. Just a, just a uh, ten uh, minutes. I'll take an early morning or a late at night. And oh, the, what, let me 
No, and he's like, like pulling back the book. He doesn't want you to look look at it. That, no, no, the the prince does not do uh, early mornings, uh, late evenings. The uh, the hours for appointments are between uh, ten and five. Oh well, I'll do a lunch then. I don't mind lunch. He's uh, providing, right? With all the splendor, I like lunch. Dox is going to um, come in um, to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a little uh, and not like in a patronizing way bend down to cobalt but kind of like um make them more accessible to speak to the cobalt um and is gonna say um i'm so sorry for the outsiders um they are actually secret investigators and they're investigating the queen and the prince's death and oh. there's new information uh, that they urgently want to talk to the heir apparent with. Okay, well, this is definitely a persuasion check. You've literally outed the entire party, but hey, this could work. <laughs> the old uh, good cop, bad cop thing. Like, oh, these guys are trying to deceive you, but but here's why 18? we're really here. Some, 18. Some top spying work right there, just straight mm. up telling, just, just going mm-hmm. straight to the, the truth bomb. Well, as we know, um, based on precedent in this campaign, uh, the most effective spies are the ones who out themselves immediately as spies. So, so this has credence. <laughs> this, um, right. uh, so, with an eighteen, the kobold uh, considers it. Yeah, I, I mm, uh, kind of tilts the head to one side and uh, looks down at the, at the book and looks back up at you. Uh, oh, um. I, I'm sorry, you are the, um, you must be the, the pit champions, yes. Uh, at this point, more, the other, the, the guards who went downstairs have now shown up, so there's now about six guards, all, uh, ready and raring to go. Uh, 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 excuse me, um, I will, um, I will see if, if we can, if something can be moved around. I must confer with, uh, with the prince, though, so, uh, uh bear with me. Uh, and starts disappearing off towards the stairs. Uh, the rest of you at this point, obviously the, the guards are here, but is there anything you want to do, you know, or uh, look around <laughs> or prepare anything, or are you just going to wait? Um, Dox is going to look towards um, the closest Dragonmore to her, and she's going to, like, um, give him a wink and, like, a little um, fork tongue action. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I roll a performance check. Something changed in the set, like the second. <laughs> we we emphasize the, the dungeon, in Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. That was a natural one. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That does match all of our faces when you said that, though. <laughs> Brina is looking wide-eyed, almost in terror at that <laughs> tongue. She's never seen anything like it. Up until now, I feel like Brina's been quite respectful of Docs and quite appreciative of her skill set and her privacy. But, um, I mean, she was already a bit bewildered by how Docs managed to charm her way into the building, uh, into the grounds. But now... I was not there. If I was, she would have been appalled. Yeah, she, like... (laughs) Like, I get the impression Brina's a happy-go-lucky character, but, like, wow. (laughs) What is this? It's the deception part of it all. I mean, she's all about truth. That's a very good point. That's a very, she has the wand um, to prove it. Oh, it's while, not flirting. She's she's happy with that. That's fine. 
while this is all going down, yes, can Brucon attempt to see, like, uh, to scan for any like correspondence uh, that's lying around or anything? You know, the oh yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. You can make any... a perception check, have a look around, see if there's like any yes, anything of note, any sort of documentation, yes, any sort of yeah. Of course, you can. Now, Brucon's perception isn't great, so the question is, do I want to use inspiration on this? And I feel like that the is... answer... The trouble is, I'm Have slightly lacking the context to know how crucial this lead is. Fair. Um, um, have have a think for a moment, and, and while you do that, I'll outline what's happening with Docs. So that give you a bit more time to mull it over. Has the distraction of Docs' flirting helped you? With having well, time to look around. Well, let's find out. Uh, so, Doc, the one um, you think? <laughs> the the dragonborn who you winked at and stuck your forked tongue out at, their face contorts in a disgusted expression. Uh, they look towards the rest of the the uh, contingent before advancing towards you. They, in fact, um, uh, they withdraw their halberd to one hand put to their side and with their uh, free hand pull out a dagger and they hold it up to uh, to near your near your throat uh, saying in draconic to the others I don't like this dragon boy uh, this lizard folk something is suspicious about her and at about this time you hear the protestations from behind you as the two guards who had been misled, shall we say, by docks in the stables, brushing a straw off of themselves uh, and, like, readjusting their helmets as if they put them back on uh, on, on their heads, uh, uh, are making their heads go, Stop! Stop! Stop that lizard folk! Stop all of that! We do- you weren't allowed in here! And uh, are advancing towards the group. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, because you guys have got some time to think Shit. about this. Um, Brina just looks at her and goes, you should have kept that tongue in. <laughs> Brina, Brina have, if you haven't got it already, please have some inspiration. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Brucon, um, sorry, Bart, uh, any, any, uh, uh, how are we doing on your perception-y stuff? I think I am. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put myself in the in the hands of Gamble or the random number generation god. So here we go. This is plus three. Oh, that's a ten. Ten. Um, there do appear to be um, various books around, and there are um, sheets of parchment uh, in places on top of books. They seem to be. Uh, they are occasionally dotted around. It doesn't look like. This like yeah, is the area for it. Randomly occurring paperwork is what yes. Is, yeah, okay, I mean, in for a penny, in for a pound. Brooklyn's going to try and um, seize the opportunity. Can I make a stealth check to try and surreptitiously shove one in the back pocket? You can. It's going to be a difficult check because th- these guys are right here in front of you. But you can try. Um, sorry, if you're trying to sneak stuff into your pocket, that's more of a sleight of hand than a stealth. Yeah, okay. Um, if you're trying to slip away from the group, that's a stealth check. But I think if you're trying to just grab stuff, that's definitely sleight of hand. How do you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, this is not the, 
This is not that. Um, <laughs> I kill the paperwork. I kill it real good. Now, uh, I think, I think Brucon's gonna kind of look around and kind of go, "Is this an opening?" And then sort of go, "I think probably not." Um, and kind of cough a bit. He's, he's he kind mm. of was wandering about, um, you know, going for it, making a making a play, and has mm. now decided that it's probably. He's ri- he's he's ridden his luck pretty hard yeah, today already, that's and, fair. and he's made. Uh, I think Brucon's just about smart enough to know when not to push it too fast. I know he's going to excellent. Meanwhile, uh, upstairs, Seth. Um, uh, speaking of pushing their luck, Seth, uh, with the guard bodily blocking the uh, blocking the uh, the entranceway to the next stairwell. What's your plan? Oh yes, you've knocked the dagger over. I do apologise. Uh, you push the dagger. Um, clatter, 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 clatter. Um, the guard like looks over to it, like three clatters. Yeah, clatter, clatter. Uh, looks down at the the dagger on the floor, then looks instinctively to the window not far from them, um, because you know, did a breeze roll in? Um, then back at the dagger, the window is it's latticed and there are no openings to it, so this window couldn't have been open. So. Mm. Uh, and he sort of he then kind of brings his halberd down in a defensive uh, position says something in draconic um, the gu- uh, but you do note that the guard on the opposite side of the hall has now also been ra- uh, made aware of what's happening here and is slowly making their way over towards uh, towards you and well not not specifically you but in your direction yeah Has, did he did he move away from the stairway no he is still blocking the stairway currently um you do hear however telepathically master is everything all right master it appears ralam has also heard the noise it's fine have you found anything yes lots of books master yes Any specific book that you've been like, or is it just have you found just books? There's a a, a a big heavy one. What's the title? What's it say? It says the formation of the Dragonborn Kingdom. Okay, that's a bit too much to hope it's dead. Assassination plan. Okay, master, there are, there are, there is a guard approaching you, master. I can see through the archway. Do, mm, uh, master, do you want me to save you, master? I can do so. Come, come over here as a raven near the window and flap and like you're trying to get out the window. Yes, as you wish. Yes, uh, and you uh, you hear in his uh, in his excitement to and his keenness to please you that he forgets about being stealthy, uh, even though he's invisible, and starts flapping. Uh, and then you hear a clatter as some books fall off the shelf in the room that he's in. <laughs> the guard who was advancing towards you from the other side turns. Who's there? And starts making their way towards the library. The second guard is still the one nearest you, uh, but like in the way, still there. Not sure what's going on. Be, and you can be, now hear the noises downstairs too. And I'm to be visible, be a raven, 
and try to distract this guard in front of the stairs. Like, try to get, pretend to try to get out of the window, pretend to be stuck in the room, go okay. annoy this guard, yes. get him to move forward yes. a little bit. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it suddenly uh, bursts back into visibility uh, and starts flying in the guard's face. The guard uh, starts swinging the halberd at, at this thing. Um, uh, uh, actually, what's the armor class of the imp? Hang on. Uh, what's Ralum's armor class? Oh, 13. Ooh. I'm just, I'm just attacked. Uh, um, the guard, guard swings and misses uh, unbelievably with the halberd. Uh, like, swings around, manages yeah, to somehow it, miss... God. Bird. Poor defenseless bird. We just appeared out of nowhere. And he's like, "Whoa, what is this?" And like, they're already like ready for a fight. Um, in in doing if so, he does. Showed sort up of... in my grill out of nowhere. I would one hundred percent take a swipe at it, and I would not feel the tiniest bit bad about it either. That's entirely fair, I think. Um, but yes, uh, on the NPC side, the. Uh, the guard does take a step forward with the momentum, like the weight of the halberd, like in, in their swing, uh, me allowing you a bit of an opening. Uh, briefly, I need you, set If you're going to make a move, now would be the time to yeah. like slip by him. So I'd like you to make an initiative check along and uh, against me, and we'll see if you beat the initiative of the guard. If you do, you get through before the gap closes. If not, we have a problem. I would initiative check. Oh, that's, that's, yes. that's one of my best stats. Fuck yeah. It is, yes. How did 24. you do? I got 21. So you just... Oh, yeah, I rolled a 19. Uh, you just managed to slip through the gap uh, that has been created by Rallum. He goes, go, master, go! Uh, and continues flapping. <laughs> As I get past, I, I'm going to say, leave, uh, go into another room, tell me when there's no one around. Do uh, not get hit. You look back um, as you send this message to Rallum, and Rallum, uh, for the briefest of moments, stops, looks at you, goes, yes, master, and then immediately gets hit by a halberd and poof, disappears. In a puff of feathers. Well, but then dissipate. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Ralum has given himself. I know it was familiar. Temporarily, yes. I didn't care about him dying. I just thought that the fact that normal animals don't disappear when they die. Yes, that is a problem. Uh, and it, the guard appears to be alerted by this. Uh, the second one, oh, who who, um, who was going into the library, has now turned to the first. They seem to be conferring in Draconic, which I don't believe Seth speaks. Um, so you wouldn't understand what they're saying, but they seem to be on a heightened state of alert. That being said, however, you have got past them and you can continue up the stairs if you wanted to. Yes, I'd like to continue up the stairs. All right. Speaking of things kicking off downstairs, um, I'm loving these segues tonight. It seems to be working quite well so far. Uh, if I say to myself, <laughs> you know, the DM doing their thing uh, and the, dying in the, the heat. There's strong sitcom energy about what's going on right now. Well, I mean... Yeah, yeah. This is this is Monty Python esque D and D, uh, and I'm all here for it. Uh, so, uh, so you guys, you've got the six guards in front of you. You've got the two advancing from behind, who have been 
they, they, they've been not not cuckold, but they certainly have been humiliated to an extent by um, by docs. Uh, by that they've been fooled into uh, into thinking, and also the effect of the Fey presence is worn off as well, of course. Um, so you know they uh, they are feeling a little duped at this point, uh, red faced as much as a dragonborn can be, uh, and approaching in a huff. Um, what are you guys? What are you doing? What's the plan? <laughs> Let's start with Docs. Oh, what are you doing, Docs? Okay. <laughs> Um, so Docs is going to turn around to the um, two guys coming in um, and is saying, "I'm very <clears throat> sorry. I'm. I didn't know any other way to get them in to see the. Yeah, we are on a very tight schedule for the king, and I just I needed to get them in. Uh, uh, they, they, yeah. Docs doing all of this in draconic or in common? This would be in, um, in. Oh, it's up to Docs. Actually, she can. She can do either. Can't how much yeah. of the re- how much of an idea do the rest of us have of what that? Uh, I I'd be thinking. I think I'd be saying this in common. Ooh, okay. I don't know if they'd understand common though. <laughs> you say it in common, and they just look blankly to each other. So I repeat it in draconic. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So make a persuasion check. Can I use inspiration? Yes, you can. That would cancel the disadvantage because these guys are pissed <laughs> after mm-hmm. you humiliated them. So yes, you can <laughs> straight roll. Okay. Um, perse- uh, persuasion, yes? Yes. Twenty-one. Oh, nice. Uh, wow, inspiration was well used, I think. There, uh, so despite despite their their anger, their faces soften a little bit um, as they look to each other. And the the guard that has the knife to your throat says um, says in draconic, "What are they talking about? What she said? What what happened here?" And the two of them, uh, uh, "Nothing, nothing happened. Oh no, no, we we." Uh, she said that, that she fooled us into into bringing them inside uh, and nothing untoward happened we just thought that they she was with us doing uh, round the grounds and then she wasn't and that that was that, that was everything right yes that, that was that that was all there was nothing else happening at all definitely uh the the, uh, the guard with the uh the knife to your throat is uh Sort of narrows their narrows their eyes, furrows the brow. They are very suspicious of docs uh, at, at this point. Rightly so, I would say. Um, meanwhile, um, the as the rest of you are kind of held in place almost by the guards everywhere. Uh, the the kobold, uh, you hear, um, uh, Seth, as you make your way up to the third floor, you're just. Just getting your bearings up here. There's only um, three doorways up here. One to the left, two to the right. And uh, uh, and just as you're deciding which way to go, you hear the little little footsteps coming up the stairs. Um, you are invisible, um, so uh, this this could help you here. But uh, could you make a? This will be a a dex ch- a, a dex save. Yeah, dex save. 
Uh, you are muted, James. Sorry, I was just saying, for some reason I thought it was going to be stealth, so I instinctively rolled two dice and then was like, no, no, you don't have advantage, it's just normal stuff. Uh, so mm. deck save, did you say? Yes. Uh, 21. 21, okay, so with your canny elven hearing, uh, it detects somebody's coming up the stairs very quickly and you and you press yourself up against the nearest wall, managing to get out the way before the, the kobold bustles past. Uh, and goes to the door on the left, the singular door, and knocks. Dun, 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 dun. I'd like to follow him. Okay, you can do so. Uh, now you can make a stealth check. And obviously you're invisible, so you have advantage. Oh, well, that was shit. Um, 20. 20? Oh, that was a bad roll. Oh, curses. Yeah, I rolled a four and, I rolled a, four and a nine. Ugh. I forgot to unmute, so none of you heard me. When I, when James said, oh, that was shit, I literally said, watch this be like an 18 or something. And, I actually <laughs> and it turns out I lowballed it, so yeah. I love it. Uh, feel free to feel free to leave your mics up, guys, for for the for these kind of comments because I, I it adds to the experience. It's like we're in the room together, but I appreciate the mic discipline at the same time. So it, it's working out the balance, you know. Um, but yes, uh, thank you for bring for for unmuting to give us that comment. That was great. Um, I enjoyed that. So uh, so yeah, with your oh, below average twenty, um, you remain hidden um, as the uh, you hear. Um, a voice on the other side speaking in draconic. Uh, the kobold says something in draconic as well. Um, there seems to be an interchange between uh, the two. Uh, eventually, the door um, the door opens, and you see standing in the doorway uh, is uh, a dragonborn um, male, uh, well groomed with a chin beard, and. Uh, gold scales uh, prominent on their brow most of the dragonborn generally have hints of their ancestry rather than being totally one uh, one color of scale or the other um so in this case it's the gold brow uh and uh, holding themselves with their nose uh, their snout very much high, at the highest point of their of their of their head very much with their chin jutting forward um they are this appears to be, from what you can tell, Bidret Oryx Dune, uh, and in a, a well-tailored uh, suit of some variety, uh, in a splendid sort of minty green colours. Uh, and they, uh, this exchange continues briefly before uh, Oryx Dune um, nods uh, uh, courteously uh, and the kobold leaves uh, and heads back down the stairs. Horace Dune, however, um, takes a moment to listen uh, and can hear the commotion um, from below and seems to be contemplating what what to do next. Can you make an insight check, please, Seth? Okay. Eleven. Eleven hard to read his features um, given that you've only just met this fellow or just seen this good person for the first time um, you have sort of in passing noticed them at, at a couple of the events but they have notably not made the presence known or bothered to interact with the pit champions um, seems perturbed about something uh, and goes uh, into one of the rooms to the right 
momentarily. Can I follow him? I'd just like to stay. I want to. I kind of just want to stay behind him so that if he goes into a room and then immediately closes the door, I can go into a room with him. Yeah, um, you can certainly try. Um, so he goes to the room on the right. You kind of follow quite closely. Um, make okay. another stealth check, please. Oh, fuck yeah. 26. Quietly, but keeping relatively close behind him. Uh, this room appears to be uh, appears to be a, a guest room, but it doesn't look like it's been used very much. There's sort of... Um, although it's not dusty, uh, because it, it, clearly the staff have been keeping this clean, um, it doesn't look like it's been used very often. Um, he goes to a um, to one of the bedside tables, opens the drawer uh, and pulls out a uh, pewter tankard and just kind of looks at it for a moment before turning around and it looks like they're about to head out of the room uh, you again need to press yourself out of the way it's not the biggest of rooms uh, so I will need you to again make uh, this will be a deck save again to try and get out of the way Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So many twenty-ones tonight. It's the it's the roll of the night. Surprisingly, all with different um, things. Hmm. Yes. Um, so you manage to press yourself against the wall, get out of the way, as Budrette takes the pewter tankard and goes back to the the uh, the room they came from, closes the door, and you hear it lock behind. Did he take the pewter tankard with him, or did he look at it he and did. put it back? He did take the tankard with him. He took it, took it with him. Mm. Okay, and I was still thinking about 21. Did I just get locked in a room? Uh, no, no, no. He locked the room that he came from, uh, not your room. Your room was unlocked. And, okay. And, yeah. Cool. And it, it's been left was, unlocked. Like, the door's closed, but terrible. it's... I was like, that was a terrible time to stop paying attention, and then suddenly you like you come back to reality, and you're like, wait, I'm locked in a what now? I'm stuck uh, in a room? Oh, no. Uh, yes, okay, that could be a so disaster. He, he took the pewter tankard. Yeah. He's left, and is he now going downstairs? No, he, he appears to have gone back to the room that he came from and locked himself in. That's what you have observed. Okay. There's another room up there, isn't there? There is another room on... Yep, there's there's a third room which... Uh, so there's the room that he's in, which is locked on the left side. On the right side, there's the one you're in and there's one other. Uh, I'll do a quick investigation around the room I'm in, uh, especially that drawer that he took the pewter tankard from so if there's anything else that could show what it was. You certainly can. Um, hold that thought. Uh, we will do an investigation check when we recap with you again. Um, oh, you can roll it now. That's fine. Um, uh, and meanwhile, as you're rummaging around uh the rest of you uh doing uh, not an investigation as such but certainly uh, tr- uh getting getting your bearings as to what is going on because this situation is rapidly evolving um it seems tension is mounting uh with the with the guards now eight of them that's kind of enveloping around you really uh before that tension is momentarily uh paused as the uh kobold comes back down the stairs uh just as the um 
uh, as this guard with the knife to to docks says uh uh intraconic says says i think we should get them to leave right now or else something bad could and then the the kobold interrupts um <clears throat> the prince would be happy to dine with you this evening if you are available at all yes and looks very nervously around at the guards along with the party Neris with you who hasn't said anything at this point is um her her outfit of smoldering is working overtime right now lots of black smoke coming up from that thing Oh yes, I can. Uh, I could certainly eat. Uh, yeah, yes, I think. Uh, and I look around at the party, sort of nodding, like, yeah. I'm hungry. Oh yes, capital. We can all eat. Thank you. Yeah. Well, whatever suits you, sirs. Uh, the um, uh, dinner will be at uh, at at seven p.m. Uh, so uh, you have um, so that would be you know a few hours from now. Um, but he is very busy in the meantime, if you do not mind coming back then. Um, there is no need for any bloodshed. <laughs> Brina's visibly oh, disappointed. She's hungry. <laughs> well, bloodshed is the last oh. thing we want. Um, uh, so, yes, uh, excellent. Um, um, Dox is going to um, get some um, ration out of her bag and give some to Brina. Making sure it's seen by um, the um, the guards. Okay. Um, you, this is how good your hospitality is. This is how good. Oh, oh! I am so sorry. If, if you are, if, 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 if you are, if you are, if you are famished, we can. Uh, we'd be happy to 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 provide uh, uh, some food, some food for for our esteemed guests, the pit, pit champions. Uh, one moment, I will. I will go to to the kitchen. Uh, the 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 guards here will show you through to the drawing room. Uh, just this way, please. Uh, and like gesticulates. Um, uh, to their left, so you're right. Uh, the, the guard with the knife to throat huffs and then we puts their dagger away. As we're like following them and um, walking to the drawing room, I kind of tug on, on Dox's um, sleeve. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really hungry, but thank you. It's okay. That, that deceives even me. You. Thought that was an in character choice, but no, it was a deception all along. <laughs> Brina is the, Brina is the this real party spy. is a bad influence on me. All right. I would like parties to note that Brina chose to lie while I was not there, and it cannot mm. be blamed on sex influence. This, this, well, certainly not directly. Um, viral osmosis, perhaps. Save his butt. She assumes that his butt needed saving. You spent enough time with Seth, maybe it's, um, you know, has become a part of you through osmosis. Could, could have happened. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're shown through to a drawing room, uh, the, uh, most of you. Uh, Seth, meanwhile, is upstairs, rummaging through the drawers. What did you get for your investigation check? Uh, you are muted. muted. Thank you. No, you're muted again. 
Oh, you have. Sorry, every time I go to press it, it, it double clicks. So, ah, sorry. classic. It's like, um, how? You were just unmuted. You were just speaking. He's toying with us now. <laughs> like, like, let me, like, let me speak. But uh, I rolled a 16, 17 total. It is, it is safe for you to speak uh, currently, uh, quietly, obviously, because you, you know, but you're on your own. So, so anyway, you investigate the. Uh, there are some, <laughs> there are some, uh, some very fine, very well, very dapper uh, um, items of clothing in the in the armoire. Um, there, uh, there are scraps of parchment unused in the uh, bedside table. Um, but there do not appear to be any any documentation, anything that you you know, that any sort of anything that you would assume could be obvious evidence in here. It just seems to be a, a regular guest bedroom in a so you know, fancy place. Check, I will go to check the other room, which is okay. not occupied. Uh, oh, ne- what I believe is not occupied. Yes. Uh, well, you don't you don't actually know. Um, as you go to open the door, it yeah. appears to be locked. I'm gonna. Oh my god, I'm literally trapped up here. Uh, how's the corridor? Can I do the investigation of the corridor? I, yeah. I'm just gonna hang out until this bastard leaves his fucking room. Okay. Uh, you can. Okay. Um, you you may have one to cast uh, invisibility I... again at some point because obviously it only lasts yeah, an hour. One. Uh, so one thing I'd like to look out for is um, if there's something I could use to replicate with a silent image so like if, if there is like a um oh a desk or something that mm-hmm. no one would really notice like an extra little bit to it that i could use to disguise myself as like i mean this increase in length just a little bit uh unfortunately there are there are really just pedestals up here um with ornaments on um in the hallway uh what, of, uh, maybe what about a tapestry in that room that i in, in the unlocked room, can I, I, would, I want to hide in there in case yeah. invisibility turns off for him to leave his office. Okay. Um, okay, for this, I would say... Um, so make another investigation check because you're looking for completely different things this time. You're, you're looking for somewhere to hide. Yeah. Um, yeah. You say investigation or perception? Uh, investigation, please. Uh, an 11. 11. No, a 12. Uh, 12. 12. Uh, another 12. Okay, great. Um, so there's nothing obvious um, because, you know, if you if you could replicate a bedside table, but there's already two, so it would look weird that there's a third one, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, the only thing you do note, however, is um, the armoire is big enough for you to get in if you wanted to. Uh, or... It'll be a bit of a squeeze, but you. But given your live elven form, you probably could fit under the bed. Okay. If it's like child's hide and seek territory. Before, if my invisibility runs out before he leaves, I'd like to hide under the bed. Um, yeah, under the bed rather than under the sheets. That's yes, totally fine. Yeah, but that's if my invisibility runs out. So As I said, it'll be a bit of a squeeze, but you might be able to get get there. That's get get under there. Uh, I'd also just like to. Sorry, if I've got time because he doesn't, he's locked himself in his room. Check windows to make sure I have an escape route. So, um, so like that, I jumped out. Yeah. If, if I, I want, so I want to unlock some windows 
so that if worse came to worse and I had to make an escape, I want to know which window doesn't lead me to certain death. Right. Uh, so uh, you can certainly look out of the windows. Uh, they. Oh my god, it's going to be all of them. They're all going to lead to like a straight three story plummet down. Well, remember the building is conical shaped and you are on the second floor. You're like on one of the higher floors here, um, perhaps the highest yep. floor. Um, and these uh, these are quite narrow lattice <coughs> windows um, with they have openings at the top, small ones. You wouldn't be able to fit through those. Um, the best you could do is with enough force, you could probably break the lattice and si- go sideways through the window. But... You are on the second story. It would be quite a fall uh, or slide because it's conical shaped. So I guess you could theoretically at least slide down the building, which may cause less damage. You may not hurt yourself as much as you would if you fell two stories. So. Oh my God, I'm going to die in here. Um, cool. Uh, I should cool. say that the, the, the walls with the windows on are, are slanted, giving away sort of that conical shape as well. Cool. Cool. Yep. I'm gonna die in here. I have no clear escape. <laughs> um, I'm gonna die in here. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Very so while while Seth is contemplating possibly dying on the top floor, those of you on the bottom, uh, or perhaps Seth being starved out, spiraling to his doom. Spiraling to his doom. Meanwhile, at the bottom floor, the ground floor, the rest of you are enjoying. Um, uh, the hospitality of this this place, uh, sitting on these very plush um, sofas and, and whatnot, um, on the coffee table in front of you um, are an array of treats, um, Dragonborn Kingdom uh, Richiri delicacies, um, which are particularly uh, placed in front of Brina, who said she was hungry, uh, and uh, they're all in these very thank you lovely bronze platters, all very nicely arranged for you. Brina makes sure she, uh, she's sitting next to Malar. Malar is helping himself liberally to the platters. As does she. And between bites, she's kind of going to lean in to him. She's not particularly stealthy, but... Mm-hmm. Have you heard from Seth at all? Doesn't he, like, do message? I, I remember that. Has he said anything at all? Oh, no, Miss Brina, I've not heard from uh, ah, a mutual acquaintance in, uh, in, a, in a little while. I've got to admit, I, uh, that might be why I don't have a headache right now. I've not heard from Mr. Seth. Yes, that's... Uh, <laughs> blessed are these times. Uh, the two of you, oh. as you're um, helping yourselves to snacks as well, um, can you make constitution checks, please? Mm-hmm. Not saving throws, just checks. Okay. Uh, that's really good, actually. That is 22. 22. So, Brina, um, 21, uh, you, 21, perfectly fine. Um, it, with, uh, given your um, uh, rather bland palate from you know, when you were living below ground, subsisting mostly on fungus and that kind of thing, um, the this dragonborn this richiri cuisine explodes with flavor and heat lots of chili and uh, spices and that kind of thing um it, it is a real sensory overload for you but it is delicious you love it it's this is mm, tasty chef's kiss mala what do you get uh 19 okay so, sorry sorry to interrupt you, angelique go ahead 
I was just going to say, Brina's absolutely delighted. <gasps> Food in Swervehaven is so dull. That we don't have any flavors like this at all. And she'll actually look at if there are servants around who are serving the food to us. Mm-hmm. Can I know which spices you used? Uh, I, I can, I can ask. Uh, this is the same kobold as before. I, I, I can ask uh, the the cook. Yes, uh, I will be uh, one moment, and uh, this pays off. N- with the nineteen malar. Yes, there's a lot of heat, a lot of spice in the uh, in this Rachiri cuisine, but it does not have the the vibrancy, the the uh, uh, the the difference in flavor, the variety in flavor that you have come to experience back in Isk uh, from your home, it doesn't match up. It's not not as good uh, by any stretch. But you know, Isk and food is the best in the world. So, Mal- Malar, like upon hearing Brina sort of say this is great, like Malar, like, oh, Miss Brina, you should uh, sample the delicacies of Isk. We have food from all the corners of the many lands it is truly a uh a, a wonderful palate for the the tongue to experience that sounds amazing i'd love to try oh one of these great. days miss brina that sounds great meanwhile what does a dwarf have to go, do to get a drink around here and, and as, oh as, uh, uh, and they they bring forth uh, a a tray of uh, of shot glasses um you get by the aniseed smell uh this is an this is you know it's traditional it's traditional rachiri uh, uh rachiri fare and you know from the uh, experiences so far in the inns and stuff this is probably going to be dragon booker or similar yeah well have at it have at it hoss i'm not coming back baby <laughs> Uh, okay, so Brucon, you also need to make a Constitution check because this is this is liquor. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna keep blundering into these situations until it goes wrong, and then probably keep doing it after that as well. well it, it makes sense for the character. He he wants to try out all these beverages, particularly. He's you know big on this. So Ooh. sorry. Yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> Oh no! What's a dwarf have to do to get a drink around here? (laughs) To be fair, I do have advantage against poison. Uh, in which case, um, in in which case, yeah, roll again. Have another, have another crack at it. What could be worse? This is. Uh, It's not worse, but it's not much better. Nine. Excellent. Um. So, what does a dwarf have to do to get a drink around here? And you know, with all of the arrogance and pomp that. Yes, just neck, neck one, and immediately it, the heat. I mean, it it threatens to threatens to overwhelm you to a point of expulsion. Uh, however, uh, you uh, you basically end up coughing and uh, retching, uh, somewhat, yeah, uncharacteristically for you, uh, to the point that you know it's concerning. Um, it's very characteristic for Bruno, I assure you. But uh, yeah, you. So you are. Um, uh, so you are currently poisoned. Um, you're not immune to poison, are you, as a dwarf? Um, you're just resistant no, to poison. No, advanced against it, but not immune to it. Right. So you're currently poisoned, um, uh, and uh, for uh, for a while, um, an indeterminate amount of time at this point, uh, you, if you wish to do anything uh, action-wise, mechanically speaking, um, you will have to roll a d20. Uh, otherwise, you, if you fail, you may end up basically spending your turn coughing and spluttering on top of being poisoned yeah so the kind of the poison that's manifesting itself with you coughing and spluttering essentially um you can talk 
it's difficult, so, but you know. Uh, am I rolling? Am I rolling all skill checks with disadvantage? Uh, currently, yes. Until until the effects okay. subside, yes. Brucon like has a Brucon like has a brief moment where he sees the secret truth the truth of the universe, uh, and it doesn't sit right with him. And he kind of he does that thing where like when when someone's really really blitzed, where they're just like everything. It, like they're incredibly deliberate and careful about every movement that they make. It just right. like knocks so it back and just kind of like goes, "Oh my god!" Puts it like very like carefully down and sort of in in a very wobbly way turns and looks to the rest and goes, "This is good stuff." <laughs> uh... Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, and Brina, Brina's a little dismayed at this, and she looks at him. And, he was cooler than, he was cooler than this before. <laughs> yeah, his cool points are deteriorating rapidly. It's giving, like, Lebowski Re- vibes. Remembering with regret how she thought she was in love with him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> like, this guy really uh, <laughs> was good. Uh, yes, uh... Oh, I love it. Brucon, uh, so yeah, Brucon, have some inspiration. So that's, that's good fun. Good fun things. Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, you really are. Inspiration. Does anyone else want. Um... Yes, you can gift <laughs> your inspiration. Room who doesn't have it, want it back. I will Dox, just double. Yeah, yeah. Docs, okay, yeah, give it I- I'm happy to regain some inspiration. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, of course, you used it earlier. Yeah, take it, by all means. Um. Okay, so once you've eaten and uh, have eaten and drunk your fill, um, I have not touched it, and not in kind of like a meta way, like just in general, my character does not trust um, him. Anyone, <laughs> oh, particularly or him, anyone, yeah. in anyone, but very particularly him. So <laughs> she's like watching everything and waiting for something out of the ordinary to happen. Just constantly alert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So about sort Are of you half. Okay, dogs. The food is really good. I ate earlier. Okay. The servants is like keeps kind of offering the tray to Docs. Actually, is, is there like a um, is it just like um, finger food type thing? Yes, it's a finger buffet. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, she's gonna grab one of them and then just like sniff it to see if like she can like smell anything. Uh, yeah. You make a perception check. Um, a perception or a nature check? No, this is. I think for oh. this, um, you're using your sense of smell, so I would say it, it was more of a perception check for this. Okay. Uh, if you're <laughs> looking at the ing- <laughs> trying to work out the ingredients of how this was made, perhaps um, that's an argument for nature. But uh... can I use my inspiration? <laughs> yes, of course. And perception. There you go. 15. Okay, uh, so when you're smelling it, what are you, are you specifically looking to, like, make sure it's not poisoned, or is there anything, like, else that you're trying to gain from Yeah, but, like, anything that, um, any, any type of smell, um, that actually would relate to a poison that she'd know of. Certainly not a poison, uh, that, uh, or certainly not an, an odorous poison, if it is poisoned. Mm-hmm. Got to, got to, got to approach this through the uh, the doc's lens. It's like, well, if there, if it is poison, it's not an o- it's an odorless poison. 
um, uh, the only smells you're getting really is sort of like of the um, the pastry uh, of some of these uh, mm-hmm. little, little uh, volivants and whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of yeah, um, you get definitely getting chilly and that kind of thing, but no poison as far as you can tell. Cool. Um, she's gonna put it back on the tray and be like, "I I thought I wanted it. I'm sorry. I I, I don't. But thank you." The servant just like beads pat a bead on the the exact snack that you took and then place back and then nods courteously and the rest of you kind of see as they turn away they pick that one up and they uh, keep it in their hand and then disappear with it looks like they're going to dispose of that one that you touched <laughs> manhandled mm. the dogs is there like ah call my bluff damn <laughs> <laughs> well played sir or madam uh, um, so yes cobbled around Yes, in fact, they just they just come back to tell you the uh, about uh, the ingredients, the spices and whatnot. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so they tell you. So, um, so there is um, there is some cumin, uh, turmeric, um, paprika, uh, and uh, and chili. Chili is the mm, we use many different uh, uh, chilies here in Rachir. It is one of the few things that we grow a lot of here. It is really, really nice. Thank you so much for that wonderful meal. Uh, you are quite welcome. Now, if you are all satiated, may I suggest that you, uh, re- uh, you, you vacate the premises for the next few hours and oh, then we can have you back? I was actually going to ask if we could have a tour of the place. It's really wonderful. Ooh, Brina, 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 Brina. Oh, oh dear. Masterstroke. I will... Um, uh, I've already given you inspiration this evening, haven't I? Um, so, and it'll be for the same thing. So, you know what? You're good. Uh, ooh, I'm de- I'm gonna. Ha- well, we know why you're doing this. You're playing for time, right? For Seth, because you're worried about him. Uh, so, I will say that with that in mind, this will have to be a deception check. Oh no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just it makes sense. That's completely fair. You can, of course, use your inspiration if you wanted to, but you need to declare it before you start rolling. I have not rolled. I was just looking at what it was. Uh, I actually have plus oh, two, good, which good. surprises me. That was not me. the face of someone who had rolled a natural 20. I was not looking for No, 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 I haven't rolled. I just looked if... No, no, I was looking if... Because I assumed it would be bad, but I actually have plus two, which is great. I will use my inspiration. I'll roll right okay. now. Uh, no. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> the best roll, the best roll is a nine plus two, so eleven. Eleven. Uh, uh, the kobold is uh, seems quite polite but insistent. Oh, no, oh, we of course can can give you a tour when you re- return uh, this evening. But for for now, I'm afraid we must um, we, we must open up the the space for the other uh, meetings and and so on. And uh, but but thank you for for okay. for uh, visiting. And it is a pleasure to see see the pit champions. And we will see you again in a, in a few hours, uh, uh, guards. If you do not mind showing um, the um, um, and it speaks um, in Draconic. Um, that's fair yes? enough. And we will do that. But could I please use the bathroom? I think those chilies <laughs> might work through my system a little too quickly. Do you know what? If you'd start, if you'd done the the um, the toilet thing first, 
probably wouldn't have made you roll. But seeing as the kind of the last one kind of failed, it's now getting a bit sus. So yeah, make another deception check, please. Oh, that's good. 15 plus 17. Uh, Yes, of of course. Um, I can show you to the bathroom. If the rest of you, if the guards, if you don't don't mind, and then speaks in in Draconic, and it seems that he's instructing the guards to take the rest of you outside. Neris looks at Brina quizzically, but uh, somewhat suspiciously, almost approving. She winks at her. Neris does not look impressed by the <laughs> wink. Baby what steps with Neris. Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah. Uh, yes, sorry, uh, sorry, James, is that you? Oh, no, it's Bart. Sorry, go ahead. Can I ask, what do you, what would you say are the chances that Brucon's digestive system is not operating at peak efficiency right now, let's say? I'd say that it would be plausible, uh, given your current state um having the adverse reaction to to what you drank so um go ahead okay brucon brucon will like uh suddenly kind of lean forward and and grab at the you know whatever furniture is within his arm's reach and kind of go oh no um and sort of start looking around in an obvious panic um and start making protein noises and what have you all right um you because because you know even though you are a bit inebriated uh, uh um and yeah. so there is credence to this you are also kind of aware of what breen is trying to do here so what i will say is is that you can make a deception check but you it's a straight roll you because you would have advantage but because you're poisoned you have disadvantage you. does that make sense yeah, yeah totally go for oh, it God. I need to use a different thing for dice rolling because this is giving me almost nothing but threes. Um, Have you tried um, literally um, Google's dice roll? I I kind of have, but it like what what whenever I do it, it goes ah. You clearly want to roll one d six, and then I can't get rid of the one d six. Is the you click the one d six and it'll go away. Right, okay, I'm, I'm going to start doing that because this thing, uh, rolladie.net is really not working out for me. Um, you said uh, deception, you said, Jack? Deception, yeah. Yeah, well, that's a, that, well, well, I got a five. Okay, uh, so your pantomiming of uh, of about to be sick is, is, seems to have been seen through by uh, uh, the guards, or perhaps perhaps not, um, because they uh, they kind of uh, speak, they they say something to each other in Draconic and they kind of, two of them flank you, sort of tuck their arms underneath you and frog march you out of the front door briskly uh, and that kind of door. gesture for, yeah, out the front the door, street. basically so you can go be sick outside, it's basically what oh, cool. they're, they're, okay. re- All right. they're doing so they're, they're taking you out ahead of the rest of the group um, okay. yeah, so the rest of you, it, it seems that they are you are being guided out, Bruni, you're being taken to the, t- the bathroom, this is after you have eaten your fill, so it's about half an hour has gone by uh, we'll rejoin Seth upstairs so for the last half an hour, I'm trying to figure out um, no, there hasn't been much movement upstairs but you've been assessing your options, the invisibility spell is about to wear off yeah, fuck it fuck invisibility, I'm sitting here under a fucking bed on the third floor of the king's brother's house under his bed, Seth 
I'm, I'm getting claustrophobic. I don't care. He's freaking out. I'm going to angry message Mala. Okay. Message only lasts one round, so he is going to get a fuck ton of these. So I'm going to... I've got a little timer here for how many times I'm going to resend this message. So, <clears throat> I'm going to cast message, sending it to Mala. Mala, I am fucking stuck up here. There's this... I'm stuck in a guest room. I'm stuck on the third floor. And I'm going to resend it. That was... Uh-huh. Well, six seconds is short. Now, now you remember from last time you tried this, uh, uh, James, that um, it can be difficult because you, you're meant to point your finger towards a creature within range and you don't know exactly where Malar is. So there is a chance that you're just going to send this to no one or, in fact, you could send it to the wrong person. Uh, so uh, this could be interesting. Um... <laughs> I, think, I think messages fine if you know the person well because last time we were out of range no like, you'll remember we uh, no, no you'll you'll remember like if you look at the if you look up the spell um you'll remember before um when you were staying in a different room uh, in the tavern to Brina, you were trying to message her and you were well you were actually you were trying to message somebody in the party and luckily you caught Brina with it but you were um because you because you basically have to point at the creature, as it says. Like you point, it says you point your finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message. So these guys are in within range, but you can't point it exactly oh, okay. at them because you don't know where they are. So, um, so you have the opportunity to do it. Um, you can try, but we'll okay, have to roll well. to see if you get the right person or a person. Then I will point, and I'll be like uh, testing, testing. Who did? <laughs> New number, who dis? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. I'm pointing, um, towards, I'm pointing towards the front entrance. Okay. You're pointing towards the front entrance. Well, where you think the front... Yeah, yeah, you know where the front entrance is because you've looked out the window. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, all right. Pointing towards the front entrance. And I'm, I'm, I'm targeting Mala. You're tr- yeah, you're trying to target Mala, but you're like, yeah, yeah like, testing, testing, who dis? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, it, it says you can, it says you can cast this spell through solid objects if you are familiar yes. with the target and know it is beyond uh, the barrier. But I know Mel's there. So he is my target. You know he's downstairs somewhere, but you're ta- you're guessing yeah. at the exact location of where he is at this point. Yeah. You do get a response. Uh, it says, uh, "Who is this? <laughs> How are you speaking <laughs> to me?" <laughs> I'm just going to move slightly to the side. Uh, testing. Who's this? Let's play. Guess the, guess the, uh, guess the Let's player. Let's alert every god. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's oh, trying dear. to magically infiltrate <laughs> the This air. time, well, this, uh, this time, fucking... this time you do get Malar. So Malar, oh, you can respond. Uh, this, so this, this, this is, we're rewinding time a little bit. Oh no, 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 we're not. This is invisibility runs out. So this is as you're leaving. Yes, you do get Malar this time. Go ahead. I, I, I'm presuming that I'm still surrounded by guards. So like yes. Malar doesn't respond, but uh, he sort of winces, like his eye winks a little bit, like. Noticeably, one of the guards near to you, Malar, is like rubbing their head and like looking around, like a bit confused. Did I hear him go? 
Yes, Dog you would have heard. Now. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, you can do that. Cool. Uh, I heard it. I'm starting the tirade. What are you doing, Zeph? Uh, <laughs> okay, you, you've yep, alerted well, Mala to your presence. Um, yep, I've, I've got Mala. He, he's he's picked up the call. He's stuck now. Would have recognised hey, your voice Mala, too. how's it going? Yeah, it's just me. I'm stuck upstairs. Having fun. <laughs> and I'm going to resend the message, because that's one. Yep. Oh, by the so, way, I'm fucking stuck up here. It's been... I'm stuck up here, stuck under a bed. And third message. The, the guy is in his study. He's locked the door. There's only two other rooms. One's unlocked. And sending the fourth one. There's one guard blocking the way. I literally can't get past. I've got one spell left. I'm completely stuck up here. And sending the fifth one. Okay. Uh, um, so I don't okay. know what I'm doing. Am S I just standing up here? <laughs> do you want me to do something? You've written these down, haven't you? One. No, I'm just, I've got a timer in front of me that I'm timing out six seconds and I just keep sending another one straight after. Right. Uh, I'm going to stop you there. So um, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. No, I want to piss him off for ten more. <laughs> No, no, no! I'm going to stop you there. We get, the, we get the, we. I think we get the message, so to speak. Um, uh, so, so thank you, thank you, Bart. Uh, so, um, so the first. Uh, so remember that with each message, Mala gets to respond before the next one comes in. So you send the first one. Hi, Mala. Just me. How's it going? Blah blah blah. Mala, uh, you get to respond to that if you would like. You get the chance no. to. But he doesn't yeah. have time to. I've just reset it straight away. Um, okay, so you get these passive-aggressive messages until about the midway through, uh, until about the third one, and then after that, because Seth, we're going to have to roll again because he's because Malo's in transit, so you know he's moving, which means that you keep pointing and he's going to move out of where you're pointing eventually. Um, so it's whether you move with him. So yeah, then uh, a guard behind Malar, um, it's like it's like looking around, all very confused to what's happening. The fifth message, the same guard is, is who is this? What? Hello? And uh, they see, and then another guard by your last message is also alerted to this, get, receives your message. It's like, uh, three guards now are, are aware that somebody's trying to talk to them telepathically. Um, and so, Brucon, you're outside um, with, uh, with one guard left to watch over you as you wretch. Um, I would note that at this point, Brucon, you are cured of your poisoned condition. That's a nice way of putting it. Um, Docs and Malar are, uh, and Neris and Leobrin are all sort of around the entrance, but the guards have now stopped because they have been alerted to some magical shenanigans. And Brina, you have... Uh, meanwhile, Brina has been escorted over to the bathroom. And you were shown to it. It's on the it's on the bottom floor, same floor, um, just um, same floor. Same floor, but you're. It's it seems to be a. Uh, there are two entrances to it. One leads to the through to the kitchen dining room area, and the other the drawing room which you were in earlier. And you were kind of shown in there, and they leave you to it. And you currently are not being uh, harassed by anyone. Yes, uh, I will close the door behind me. Um and tell them before I do I will, I will tell the guard that took me there this might be a while I'm sorry and close the door uh, um, like, it's fine it's fine and then they, they disappear off uh, as you close the door oh they leave they don't wait for me you see them turn around and walk away yeah as you close the door okay um, 
I will listen at the door for a bit and make sure that I hear his footsteps, you know, uh, afar enough removed mm. that he's really gone. Okay, yeah. Um, Wait and a few then minutes. I want to look, mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to look around in the bathroom. Are there anywhere in the wall, um, like small, any like small openings where a tiny creature could pass through? A tiny creature rather than a small creature. No. Yes. <laughs> a tiny creature. Um, uh, sorry, cracks in the wall to go outside or to go like under the door and into another room? Where, where is it you're trying to go? I'm trying to get out of the bathroom unseen without opening the door. Just yeah. let Seth uh, die. Don't send him. Uh, if you, uh, as uh, a creature, a creature of the tiny size could perhaps um, could perhaps get under the door um, the gap between the door and the floor uh, or through the window there's a this appears to be if you could climb up to it there is a an opening at the top of the window is Nibbles tiny yes he's a rat oh, he's tiny fuck. okay I'm gonna pull Nibbles out of my backpack hello hello so you wanted to be my familiar, right? Wow. I'd really love that. Would you help me out? I have a problem. Would you help me out? Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. So, wow. we kind of lost Seth in this big house somewhere. Oh, no. And, and we're not allowed to, like, walk around and fi find him? No. We can't. We, guards are taking us away and all that. So what oh, they want me to go and find him. Well, actually, I'd love us to be partners. I'd like to become a little mouse myself, and we both go try and find him too. <gasps> what do you think? Well, Ursula, but you should probably be a rat rather than a mouse, because we don't get on very well. That's true. I'll do that. And I'll pull him off myself into a mouse, uh, in, into a rat. Amazing. All right. Whoa, Ursula, so, um... So, um... Oh, uh, well, I guess now that you're in rat form... Um, you can't speak other than as rats would speak, correct? Correct. Excellent. Well, fortunately, um, fortunately, Nibbles is also a rat, so you can communicate. <laughs> so you two can communicate normally through squeaks. Um, so I won't do the accent because you're uh, uh, because you are both rats, and so you speak the same way, probably, or at least the same language. Mm -hmm. So we say, so um, he'd be like, okay, uh, right, let's go. Do you want me to sniff him out? Oh, this is very weird, Nibbles. You'll, yeah. You sound different as, as a rat. That's amazing. Yeah, okay. that's because I'm speaking rat. Mm. Yeah, I know, and I am too. This is really strange, but fun. Yeah, it's cool. You, yeah, you're a very convincing rat. Thank you. Now, what do I do? How do I act like a natural rat? Uh, I think when you polymorph. Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. If you polymorph, um, all your stats become the same of that creature, right? Is that true? I don't know. Like if you polymorph, so that physical stats because it's if you wild shape, it's just physical, the physical stats. Mental, but right? I'm wondering if the mental stats change when you polymorph. I'm just gonna just gonna I check one moment. So. Oh, sorry, yes, you're right. Oh. Polymorph changes all well, of. There the goes stats. my intelligence then. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to ask you, Angelique, to inhabit yes. the mindset of a rat. Okay. Fortunately, Nibbles is a very intelligent rat. Um, and uh, rats are very intelligent. And rats are pretty. Yeah, rats are pretty, pretty intelligent creatures. Um, Stats-wise, not as intelligent as Brina with her 20 intelligence, but yes. So we're going to have to dumb it down a little yeah. bit. 
That's but good. Uh, nibbles were basically so yeah, it's going to be a bit more uh, primal. So so uh, nibbles will be like so. Um, do you want me to sniff uh, or sneak or eat or? Um, Seth, you need to find Seth. Seth must find Seth. Okay, follow me. <laughs> uh, it goes under the door, and the two of you. Um, now, to be fair, um, you guys have advantage on your stealth checks because there's a lot of commotion and you're little rats. But also, you're going through the kitchen, and rats in the kitchen is never a good thing. So, uh, make your stealth checks, please. Uh, I'll, I'll do them for nibbles. If you want to do them for yourself in rat form, ah, oh, rat must look oh, up rat stats. Rat I think rats have stealth. Let's have a look. Oh, they don't have they don't have stealth. They have a zero modifier. But I'm giving, as I said, I'm giving you advantage for this. I'm just grabbing the stats as well, so I can. Yeah, there they are. All right. So it's a cool plus zero. Natural twenty. Woo! That's better than Nibbles eleven. So you you two scuttle across the floor of the kitchen very briskly. And through uh, through the door and into uh, the into the sort of the main hall with the uh, you can see the the grand staircase and stuff, uh, which yep. normally would be very easy to get over. For rats, it's going to be slightly more of a struggle to get up those steps. You can do so; it's just going to take a little while. Just one step at a time. Maybe climbing over each other, perhaps getting up the stairs. Um, you get to the first floor, but you don't know where to go from there. You know, Steph is upstairs, but you don't know where. Um, Make a perception check. You get advantage if you because you're going to use your sense of smell, trying to sniff out Seth. And Nibbles is also going to try and sniff him out. Fourteen. All right. Fourteen. Unfortunately, uh, it was it's not enough. Fifteen is what you needed, and fifteen is what Nibbles got. So you yes. go off. It looks like you're going off in one direction. Nibbles like, kind of nudges into you. No, oh, this way. Another set of stairs. Weird. Right, second set of stairs. Getting a bit more tiring now for the for these rats over a very short period of time because you're having to act pretty quickly. So, uh, can you make const- a constitution check, please? That's a minus one for a rat. Nice. Yep. And that is a twelve. 12 you're okay but nibbles is flagging a little bit um mechanically speaking he has a point of exhaustion uh but anyway climb up you both eventually get up the steps and uh, now you can see there are three doors there's uh there are two on the right one on the left uh make another perception check for smell with advantage Mm -hmm. nibbles can't it does not help here he's he's, uh rolled terribly 13 yeah, you think you, yeah. Now you're on the correct floor. It's a bit easier. The smell is a bit stronger as you're closer. Uh, but yes, you can. You can detect. You can detect the unmistakable smell of a mer elf. Uh, your mer elf, no less. Uh, he smells so much stronger like this. Yeah, it, it's it, it's heightened. Like the, the the kind of the the intense flavor explosion you got earlier. Now you're getting an intense scent explosion from sensory overload from from being a rat. Um, yes, you detect that he's Does in he the furthest, like furthest door away on the right. Um, and yes, Does again, smell like fish. A, a little bit, a little bit. Of fish. Okay. 
but there is a kind of cologne as well that seems to be trying to mask it but with your with your heightened smell you can get both uh, anyway there is a gap under the doorway so you can you can both scuttle under the door uh, and now that because you're both rats and on ground level you can see Seth hiding under the bed <laughs> and uh, Nibbles goes uh, goes over to him hello Seth hi hello it's me Nibbles <laughs> that face oh, I thought this day could not get any fucking worse we need to save you this is Bruna. Bruna's a rat now. Brina squeaks at him. Okay. So now you're a rat up here. What now? Now we we, we save you. How we sa- how do we save him? Sorry, how do we save him? He says in rat to Brina. So he. Uh, Explain again what the situation is upstairs. Uh, there was someone there, right? So the main guy is here, the king's brother. He's locked himself in his office. This room is the only room free, and the only way out has a guard facing away from it. <laughs> so, so I'm not up here till you till he leaves. I've got one spell. So I could stay hidden under the bed, but I'm stuck in here until that guard fucks off from the door. He seems to be staying up here to protect the king's brother who is sitting in his office. So Sorry, yes, I forgot leaves. to add that detail. You did scuttle past the guard, yeah. Yeah, so if the king if the king leaves, uh, the king's brother leaves, then maybe the guard will go and I can invis my way out. But until then, I'm stuck up here. If he leaves, I could maybe search his office. But I'm assuming it's all resting in Draconic. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, Jack, this is I... not a well-thought-out plan. Some... Yeah. I... Sorry. I'm going crazy. Thank you, Brian. How much of all this? How much of all this does Brina understand? Uh, I will get back to you on that one second. Bart, go ahead. I just wanted to check what the elapsed time was because Brucon was at around about the same time that Brina was heading off, so I'm guessing it's been a couple of minutes or so. Yes, um, there, there, yes there has. We'll, 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 I will jump back to you, uh, to you guys in one second, but yes, there will be a, cu- a few minutes have gone by, so you've had, been able to do a couple of things. In that time. So, so what I was what I was going to say was I think like Brucon would kind of you know, having sort of the, the fresh air kind of um, helped him sort of you know get back in control of his own body. I feel like he'd kind of go, well, might as well you know I'm here, might as well make hay and and you know go. I mean, I, I'm assuming Brucon knows that Seth is trying to sneak around the the, the house. Yes, you you know that yeah you know that was the plan. So I I. Feel free, Jack, to tell me if you think this is a bit too metagamey, but it feels to me not a reach for Brucon to be like, I mean, if I can make a sort of a ruckus and distract and draw some attention to myself and distract people a bit, then that might be helpful um, and, mm-hmm. you know, would be you know, a kind of a, a long, along the lines of his general sort of approach. So I think yep. Brucon would, you know, continue to kind of like make out like he is 
retching and then start singing his favorite like drinking song for sure yeah um, yeah i'm um, a gnu like another gnu and just start um you know really yes like, you can certainly do that uh, and i won't make you do a check for that um because you know you can do those things that that's also that's all fine um however the, the guards are already suspicious uh, with what's going on with the voices in their heads and now the, the drunk guys singing um or no the drunk guy who's now appears to be less drunk uh is now is now singing and it's it's just like it's all happening conspicuously around us at the same time um but i will re i'll get back to you guys um i, I get the security heightening as a result but that's but but if they're heightened and paying attention to me then then yes i see i see i see what you're doing yes this is this is good this is good um so yes, I w- sorry, I will I will recap with downstairs. Um, one moment. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs. So yes, Brina, you have some understanding um, that that Seth is up here. Um, however, the details, like him being trapped up here, um, you won't know um, offhand when you get there. It only be through um, Nibbles explaining to you through Seth telling him. He would have to be like your translator to get this information across. Um, if you so, Seth, if you wanted to divulge all that information to uh, to Brina, you can do so through Nibbles, but it would take a few minutes to explain the situation. Yeah, I'll explain as much as I can through Nibbles. Mm. That I just stuck up here with this guard and the king's brother, and they just I'm up. I can stay hidden until the king's brother leaves, and then I can escape. Cool. Um, so um, Nibbles will translate that to Brina. During that time, and of course the time that the rats snuck up the stairs, uh, we've got Brucon giving it a song and dance. Docs Malar, obviously with Leo and Neris as well. What are you guys doing? You can see the guards are on alert. Malar, you've had some messages from Seth, and it seems that the guards have had some sort of seem to be alerted to some kind of magical nonsense as well. So, uh, uh, so you have that information at least. Malor is just leaving, like he's trying to get out. He mm-hmm. knows he can't do anything with the guards in tow, so he's just trying to get everybody mm-hmm. out and okay. away from them. Yep, and yeah, uh, yep. Sorry, Jess. Same. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys same. just getting it's out. Like far, far too suspicious to be yeah. like um, doing anything. Like, um, so yeah, Docs would just be like, um, "Well, I th- hope that was a." a um, I, I did what you asked. You've got a meeting now, and like faithful hired person of the city. Uh, yep, you. Um, they um, they are a bit distracted. They just kind of nod and you know mm-hmm. wave you on. Um, so you two can leave. I've just rolled to see what Leobrin and Neris do. Uh, Neris um, rolls her eyes at what's going on and just follows you two. Leobrin, however, looks over at Brucon and feels that he probably should try and help. Uh, so, so Leobrin uh, comes over and goes, uh, "Come on now, Brucon. We won't be won't be long now. Uh, uh, we'll look after you. Let all the the nice guards get on with their day." Um, and he kind of like puts puts hands over your shoulder, you know, as you would with a with an elderly relative or or somebody who was who was rather drunk, and, and just you know steer them ever so politely uh, towards the direction you want them to go. Uh, uh, and you're, you know, obviously singing and dancing and carrying on, and he's just like trying to just, just trying to just move you away. Um, are you going to let this happen? You are muted. Sorry, Bart, you're muted. 
apologies. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I think I, like um, Brukon doesn't have like a super specific thing he's trying to achieve with this, so uh-huh. he's he, he'll just lean into what Leobrin is doing, but also kind of like continue with what he's doing. So again, yeah. you know, just try continuing to, the act. Yes, you can, a, a, uh, you can make a you can make a performance check. I'll give you advantage because Leobrin's helping you. And Leobrin is charismatic. Sweet. Okay. Come on. Please. Okay. Here's, here's roll number one. Okay. That's pretty good. And roll number two. Not as good, but, but that's okay because with the bonus, the first roll takes me to, guess what? 21. Hey, 21. House wins. Uh, blackjack. Yeah, blackjack. And it's, anyway. Uh, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so with the with the or twenty one, the guards are like, "Hey, I, I, get him out, get him out!" And uh, he's like, "Oh, I, I'm so sorry, gentlemen. We will hopefully I will get him uh, sobered up, ready for this evening. Uh, we look forward to seeing you then. Thank you so much. Uh, good day now. Good day. C- uh, c- come on, dear. Um, <laughs> Takes you towards the gate. Oh dear. So the four five of you are uh, heading out." at a sedate pace because you are aware your friends have been left behind um, at, with guards on high alert um, upst- and speaking of those friends Seth, Brina, we're back to you and that information has been um, Sabrina, you now know the situation what do you want to do? Um, Brina is not as smart the first thing that she will want to get across uh, she'll tell Nibbles um, tell him that we are supposed to meet the the brother-in-law later, somehow, I think. He does this, so Seth, you are aware of this. Com- you now know what's going on. Say Nibbles is the yep. exact intermediary, so you guys can effectively talk to each other. I will stay here under a bed for a few hours until you come back and King's brother leaves. All right. Um, Brina will ask through Thank nibbles. You, nibbles. <laughs> Brina will ask through nibbles. I'm not going to keep saying that. I'll just talk. Um, yeah. Uh, can, can he message us again at some point? Did Malar get them all? You don't. Oh, you know that he didn't get all of no. them because you heard the guards. You heard you heard voices coming back to you that were not Malars uh, towards the end. Everyone got them. All the guards got them. Uh, I, if I know where he is, I can target them. But otherwise, it could go astray. I need to see him, so I can't message easily. So, is she is if she you've smart got enough? Some way of saying, look, I'll just stay here when I hear the king's brother leave. I'll try to a quick search of his room. Can't read draconic for shit, so I'm just gonna steal some important looking papers. And uh, I'll just leave, I'll just escape when I can. Oh, I, th- um, I it- think I think Mala can send your message. Um, if he has the smart uh, spell prepared. Well, okay. if he can do it today great but i won't wait for a signal from you guys when the key leaves i'll just try to escape on my own when i can worst how comes to worst know... i'll kill a couple guards how do we know if you're in trouble and need help 
I will be dead. <laughs> That's not good. If I'm dead, I needed help. Oh, uh, I'll, 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 I'll have an idea. Um. Ah, oh, shit. Yep, go nibbles. Well, you should um, stay, nibbles. Yeah, no, I could, I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. Do, oh. do you need a familiar? I'll keep it all familiar. No, you're my oh. familiar, but you stay with him. Oh, I'm oh, just sorry. Uh, yes, yes. I, I, I could stall. <laughs> and if he's oh, in I'm trouble, you come running and find me. Look, yes, I will come find you. I can smell you. Good. Fucking oh, um, Agra will save me. <laughs> and. Have some inspiration, Seth, because you use the, the the theology of the world. That's very... uh, sorry, Brina, go ahead. To... Yeah, Brina's just going to impress through Nibbles. Don't kill Nibbles. He's my familiar now. Blah. Why? Not the why saving... killing. Why is he? Your... He's saving your butt right now. Be grateful. He I'm a very intelligent rat. Okay, um, Brina is going to run back to the bathroom and yeah. unpull him off herself. Skittle, and... skittle, skittle, skittle. And then yeah. poof, you drop the spell and you are uh, back to your to your own form. Um, the, the, there isn't a plumbing system as such, but uh, you you know can uh, wash your hands in the basin and uh, make general bathroom noises. If you yep. would like. Retching sounds. Soon enough, uh, yeah, retching sounds brilliant. Soon enough, um, yes, you uh, exit the bathroom and you find there are uh, there's one guard waiting for you who says, "Come now." Uh, other guards are, seem to be walking in deliberate patterns around the lower floor. A couple heading upstairs seems suspicious, and they seem to be looking for something. Um, like gather, you gather her obviously tummy the voices. And looks, yeah, Brina holds her tummy and looks as innocent as possible and just walks along. Uh, and yep, you can head outside and you are not uh, contested. You're allowed to leave. Um, so the rest of you mm-hmm. have some time to kill, a couple of hours. I think we'll leave it for f- leave it there for tonight. So if there is anything specific you guys wanted to do, let's say in those two hours we can settle that out of game. And then next time we can sort of reconvene with those uh, when you come back to the manor. And uh, you can have short rests, Seth cannot short rest because you are hiding from oh. the guards in the building so we will have to do some rolls I'm... with you next time people can I could, I could be comfortable under a bed it's a little dusty but I could quit a quick power nap it possibly yeah you could have you could have a nap but you <laughs> might get caught while you're asleep that's that's the trade-off that's the scary mm. part uh, and you only have one because you're a warlock level three warlock. Yeah, now. you have two spell, spell slots, so you got one spell slot left. I didn't, you know, you could you could have left, you could have turned invisible again and snuck downstairs, but you're staying, and that's your choice. That's totally fine. There's a guard in the way. I can't get past him. I mean, yep, that's true, but that you we've made our choices, and this is and the con- we, our choices have consequences. I love it, and you got some inspiration. Um, <laughs> Um, but the reality is, you can't short rest when hostiles are close. You can't, you can't hot short rest here. So you will have to wait out these hours. There may be a couple of rolls because there may be encounters. There may be guards coming past that kind of thing. So we'll settle that at the beginning of the next session. So we'll have a little bit of a Seth spotlight at the start, and then we'll open it out to everyone else. 
Okay. You've played Dark Souls or Elden Ring lately or something. No, I can't. I can't play that. I know where that's from. <laughs> I'm going to quote Brennan Lee Mulligan from Exander Unlimited Calamity. Dear DMs, fuck rests. They don't need them. They don't need them. <laughs> I haven't seen Calamity, but uh, it's only Watch eight it. parts, so I feel like I could really... I, I I don't, I'm not even a critical role person. I know I thought it was incredible. Excellent. Well, um, you, that's a recommendation from, from one channel to another. Probably a channel that does not need any recommendation from us, but even still. Uh, thank you for that. And guys, thank you so much for playing. Thank you at home for tuning in and watching as well. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks' time for the next session to find out The Manor Part 2. <laughs> this time it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> thank you all, and bye! Thank you for choosing the Manylands campaign here on the Slice and Dice podcast. We live stream the campaign fortnightly, Wednesdays from 7pm GMT, only on our Twitch channel. Show your support and subscribe today. That's twitch.tv slash sliceand6. You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe.